Welcome to Seat Time, guys. So another interview from the third round of Enduro Cross. This was an event that I did not think that I was going to be able to attend just due to travel budget. And by travel budget, I mean not having a travel budget. But the Tuesday before the race, I got a call from Todd Hammock. He is the promoter of Enduro Cross because they needed an announcer. Uh, I was lucky enough to be given that offer. I accepted said offer and Ty Tremaine and I got an amazing opportunity to announce for the on-floor announcement there at the Reno Sparks Livestock Center in Reno, Nevada. Super fun time. I think Ty and I had a ton of fun. We were super entertaining and educating to everybody. I hope that that is the way that it came across. If you were in the crowd or heard us, please, we would love feedback on that. It was awesome to see uh, Tristan Hart and his performance. When I got a chance to talk to him, if you go back and listen to the interviews from Tulsa, when I immediately asked him, like, how how do you feel right now? He just said, I'm pissed. And it's because Colton Haker went 1-1-1. And so him going 1-1-1 truly shows that he was able to kind of overcome a lot of the stuff that he was dealing with. He did say, if you, when you get to the interviews, that they did make a lot of changes and that his mindset has changed. And so it is interesting to, to just think about how fickle we can be. It'll be great to see what happens in Arizona. And then we have the double header in Denver. But again, if you guys want to support Seat Time, you can do that anywhere, right? There is buymeacoffee.com slash seat time for $5 every coffee. It is super helpful if you wanted to do that. Shop.seattime.co if you wanted to grab any of the shirts, stickers, or coffee mugs that we have there. And just, you know, subscribe on YouTube. After that, I hope you enjoy these interviews. I'd love your feedback and your comments. Thanks. Have a good one. Peace. Corey Grafunder, we are in the Reno Sparks Stadium. Stadium. Arena, right? The Livestock Center here in Reno, Nevada. We're in the third round for Enduro Cross. We've got Tulsa and Amarillo behind us. What are your thoughts on those and now what you're seeing for the track since you haven't had a chance to ride it yet? Yeah, we've had a, a variety. You know, round one was a typical stadium track, so really tight and small and hard packed slick dirt and then round two was a livestock arena so it was you know bigger more open with the soft soil and they put a lot of moisture in it so they were they're basically the complete opposite of each other um round one went really good for me ended up fourth and then round two kind of started off bad moto one was was horrible couldn't get through the matrix and then uh moto two and three were a little better but not very happy with the day overall so looking to rebound today um just walked the track so far and I'm, I like it. Everything looks awesome. They're just putting the final touches on it right now. And um, it's got to got everything. It's got some, you know, nasty steep rock hill. It's got a big firewood pit. We got some jumps. We got we got it all. Lots of obstacles. Lots of lots of logs. It's really busy. No room for rest. So I'm really looking forward to it. I like that. Yeah. What's interesting is there was always something about Tulsa that I couldn't figure it out, right? I was like, man, something's missing. And then it wasn't until I saw the Amarillo track that I was like, oh, it's elevation. It's yeah. the fact that you guys were talking about we're in these livestock arenas with the dirt floor. They can just grab that dirt and build up all these obstacles. So how do you think we should approach maybe a future arena, right, where we have cement? I mean, is that just find more dirt or do they just have to be a little bit more crafty with all that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely possible to do it in the, you know, the, the concrete floored stadiums arenas or whatever um it just takes a little more you know you got to get that elevation you know, we got a huge finish line landing here they're not going to haul in you know what is that 
a crap ton of dirt. Ten dump truck loads right. just to make a, a finish line landing when they don't have to. You know, here are the dirt's here. They can just pick it up. It's easy to do. So, yeah, they got to be um, a little smarter with the way they build the tracks in those those venues. But, um, you know, they, they, have, they have their pluses and minuses. You know, the, the capacity of these livestock arenas is way smaller. Um, it's you're a little bit further away from the, the track, you know, in like a hockey or a basketball stadium. The fans can nearly reach out and touch right. it because everything's just so crammed tight into these arenas um and it's a different feel you know it's uh you know the not that these aren't like professional but it's you know it's the horse people so everything's like a little more dirty and you're in the dirt and then other ones it's like everything's super clean concrete so it's a different kind of vibe you get from the arena and um i mean i i like the arenas i think a little bit better just because it's like a little more intimate for the fans and they're like they're up, up close with the riders um but then you know the in these arenas, they have so much more possibilities yeah. track-wise to build. So, I mean, I think it's good that we have both um, go back and forth. And, um, you know, the, some of the tracks play into some of the riders and some of them play into the others. Right. You know? Yeah, and I love the fact that uh, this feels like enduro to me, right, in the sense that uh, we're, we're kind of here. There's dirt on the floor. There's dirt all the way across the arena for everything that's going on. I feel like this feels like dirt bike racing, right? Kind of, I mean, any thoughts on that? Yeah, for sure. You know, we we all come from dirt bike racing and we live and breathe dirt. So, you know, it's not like it's foreign to us, right? Yeah. <laughs> Riding in the dirt. We're not sitting in the dirt. We don't need to be in the, in the Cowboy Stadium, obviously. Yeah, it's like, it's, it is interesting coming from Tulsa, which was a lot cleaner, a lot nicer, I guess you could say. And that's air quotes, right? Like, it's just different. And yeah. that's okay. I just think that it's just, this seems to have that vibe that really uh, lends itself to Guthrie, Oklahoma, right? Back exactly, in the yeah. early days of uh, you guys coming to the central part of the states. You know, the other thing, um, like round two, that you know anyone that just watched on TV probably didn't realize is the, the soil, Soil, you know, in a, in a horse arena, they have this really soft, loamy soil. And when they build a track out of it, it actually soaks up a ton of moisture. Mm. Um, it, it, it's able to soak up that moisture and still, you know, stay usable. At round one, they bring in like a hard clay. And when it packs down, it turns to concrete. So if you put water on that, it just turns to ice instantly, yep. and then it dries up and it's gone. So you can't really um, use that moisture as much. You know, we don't we don't have the water pits anymore, so we don't have that that slick aspect to it. But in these livestock arenas, we're able to water the dirt and have the moisture in the dirt, which then tracks around and actually gets placed onto all of the logs, all of the all tires, the all the obstacles. So, which to me is the biggest single factor with the difficulty of a track is if it's dry or if it's wet yeah. you know you can't hit a log at an angle when it's wet right but when it's dry you can so it completely changes it i like that yeah and you just reminded me that we need water pits again right i get it concrete you got to build them up it's probably one of the more expensive things to have to be able but man alive when that water got drug around the track everything became slippery yeah i mean yeah i understand it too um and i i think that in these livestock arenas we're they're able to accomplish that with just watering the soil enough and um you know it's it's nice as a racer too not having to wash your bike every moto and change all your gear because you're soaking, soaking wet, wet. <laughs> <laughs> having to run roll-offs oh or tear-offs and i mean it, we've we've had some deep you know two feet deep water pits oh, yeah. and um they, you know they cause problems they make the bikes run like garbage you got to do modifications to the bikes to get them to work so um yeah, we're able to accomplish kind of the same thing with this with soil. Awesome. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks for the time. Good luck. and look forward to talking to you a little bit later once all the racing takes on. Sounds good. Thank you. Dude, Noah, awesome to see you at another EnduroCross event. How has the season been going for you so far? Uh, definitely dismal. Um, 
for sure dismal first two races and uh here at the third round in reno nevada looking to just put in three good motos that i'm proud of and uh go home safe and finish out the season strong um yeah just pretty excited to uh, be here in reno uh weather's nice and can't complain dude you can't be too frustrated with yourself though aren't you still in school and like have a profession that you're working toward and all those kinds of things yeah, doing that, and uh, we're pretty close to a mechanical engineering degree and uh, already completed my psych minor, so we're uh, plugging along and just, like I said, happy to be here. Love it. So psych minor, what would your uh, main, your top three guesses be for what's wrong with me? Um, that's tough. I would have to really spend some time diagnosing you. Is there a, cu- is there and, a couch uh, in our future? Uh, yeah, for sure, for <laughs> I sure. I love it. All right. Yeah. We'll dive into that later yeah. on maybe another Sea Time episode and see where we can get with that. But, dude, out there on the course, there's this really interesting – people are calling it a quad. You can call it that, right? It's this spot that has four logs, and one of them is a tube, and you hit it first. How did it feel? What were your thoughts going into that? Uh, it wasn't too bad. They definitely overwatered – well, in my opinion, they overwatered the uh, first practice, so it was a little slick. And uh, – yeah, just kind of felt it out, got out there, and uh, last lap of my first practice was able to, to get over it, and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It's nice to see that none of the other pros really tried it except for Cooper Abbott in that, in that second pro practice, so uh, hopefully that'll be something that I can keep to myself and uh, no one else really does. With that, is that something that, could you do that under race pace, like elbows rubbing up against somebody, right, or is that something that you need a little bit more of a clear track, like try to help a, a layman like myself understand the pressure that something like that might or might not have on a racer yeah it'd be nice if everyone else would just kind of like if they could go straight over the four logs like consistently because then i might be able to jump beside them it's kind of similar to one of the things i was doing last year at glen helen um at the last round but yeah like i said it's just tough uh, under race pace we'll see what happens um if i have a clear track in front of me um it should definitely be an option but like I said, if there's someone that's might be like a bike or two in front of me, like I'll probably have to hold up and just make sure I don't land on anyone. Dig it. Well, good luck on your next practice and uh, have fun tonight. Yeah, thank you. Max Gersten, the man who's leaned into a mustache more than I have. Damn, you look good, by the way. How the hell are you doing out here, man? I'm doing great. You know, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, I kind of made my program this year, all new program for me, and I just wanted to have a good time and give myself the best shot and uh, enjoy the process. And that's what we're doing. Awesome. What make, you know, we know you like having a good time. Like what makes your program, the way you're putting it together fun for you? I'm doing what I want. I'm on the bike that I want. I have all the parts, all the sponsors that I want. I got the crew that I want. I got my mom and dad out here. Couldn't ask for better people. And my girlfriend, Melissa, like I just got, I'm surrounded by good people. I'm surrounded by good sponsors. I'm surrounded by people that believe in me as much as I believe in myself. And, um, with all that, it, t- it, t- it makes doing well that much easier because I'm having that much more fun. So that's the focus for this year, and I'll take the little steps where I can get them. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to finally, like, give my chance to ride how I can. Um, I feel like this is my best shot at it so, awesome. in my whole career, so I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's phenomenal to hear. What have your thoughts been on the year, right? We saw you at some of the hard enduro events. We see now we've had two enduro cross. Like, what have your thoughts been on kind of what 2021 has been like? Um, 2021 has been a rough year for me and not rough, but just a lot, you know, rebuilding from the bottom up, new bikes, two new bikes, all new program, getting myself to the races. I bought the van from beta and, um, it's been a lot, but once again, it was just been super fun and a little, I'm taking, getting better every race, a little bit of progression here and there. And, um, the first two races of Enduro Cross, I showed a lot of improvement between the two. So, um, as, you know, a lot of fun. A lot of smiles this year, Good, for sure. Dude. Well, you got a huge smile, and it looks like you're having a ton of fun. So keep that up and have a great time tonight. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Spencer, 
Spencer Wilton. How many people call you Spencer Wilson? All of them. Yes. Every single one. Nice. Well, the good news is that we're going to get it right tonight on the air here in round three. Reno, Nevada, Enduro Cross. How the hell is it going for you out there? It's going good. Track's a little more technical than uh, the last two weekends. In a good way? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be... there's going to be some good battles tonight, and uh, I think it's going to be made up in the rocks. That's where the – that's where the if you can get those rocks dialed in, that's where the racing's going to go down. Nice. Yeah, it looked like you guys, now that they put that log in the way, were trying to figure out a way to jump up and over that log into the rocks, and that was getting kind of hairy for you guys. Yeah, it's a bit of a technical jump because you got to land on the rear wheel because you're jumping into an uphill. So, yeah, you got to land on that rear wheel, and you want to go to keep the front – light so you don't uh, stuff it into a rock. Stick it into a hole? Yeah, stick it in a hole. <laughs> How's the matrix? How's the wood pile? I, first time we've seen an extremely long wood pile in a while. Looks like that's throwing you guys a good bit as you go into that kind of like little log doubly thing. Yeah, the wood pit's kind of weird. It's almost like if you get one foot off, it's like both feet come off and the rear end is just slipping all over the place. Hmm. Like The logs are got traction on them, but um, yeah, it's just maybe just the way that they're spaced out that's just kind of uh, slippery on the rear end a little right. bit. Nice. Uh, you guys are hitting one hell of a quad dragon back thing with this crazy double over the thing. How does that feel? It looks amazing. I haven't hit that thing yet. No? No. I'm, what is this? I'm watching the guys on next, the 350s Next interview, do it. please. Next interview. <laughs> I'm watching the guys on the 350s do it, and I'm on a 250, and definitely seems a little hairy on a 250, I think. I think it just looks hairy in general. It's hairy in general, yeah. <laughs> it's hairy. But, well, cool, man. Well, good luck tonight. Thanks Thank for you. the time, and have fun out there. Thank you. Luis, you looked so stoked when you came across the finish line. Oh, yeah, right, because you won. How the heck did that feel? Oh, man, that felt so incredible. Um, I was thinking about it just now. I don't think I've won an enduro cross race since, like, 2011 or 12, maybe. So, man, to kind of, like, take a step away from racing and enduro cross and then come back and um, and be able to keep it together and, and hold my own out there, I'm, like, really, really happy and proud of myself. So it feels incredible. It really does. That's awesome. And one of the things that you and I talked about and a lot of the racers and riders is how how the tracks have evolved this season, right? It seemed like Tulsa was a little little flash, a little jumpy, but it seems to get a little bit more technical. Your thoughts on that or how things have been going so far in the season? Yeah, definitely. I would say that this track um, is a little more technical, more than the other two uh, first ones. The rock pile was definitely a little bit trickier. The wood pit was much longer than we've had in a while. I um, love that long wood, uh, wood pit. Man. I liked it too. I mean, I liked it when I wasn't when it didn't bite me because that happens really quick too. So I didn't mind it tonight. Um, and then there's just like a lot of logs um, in turns and stuff that it just it kept you busy, kept you on your feet. Um, but I think overall, as long as I you know or anyone any racer stayed consistent, then they would do well through it. Right. Cool. And then. You were on the two-stroke, right? We talk about that all the time and stuff like that. I mean, at no point was it kind of like, I need a four-stroke, right? It's just like, you just love that thing, and you're having fun on that bike, right? I really do. I mean, watching the pros ride the four-strokes and even Shelby, like, they make it look really good. But the times that I've gone on a four-stroke, I've kind of just struggled a little bit more with it because I have such a trials... um, like technique that I think I'm a little too like quick on the throttle or not quick, but like snappy on it. And the engine braking throws me off a little bit. I like how the two strokes just like really coast through things. Um, Cause I'm not like super aggressive in, in, in every aspect of the track where you do have to be very aggressive on the four stroke. So um, it kind of just fits my riding style a little bit more. I also ride the two stroke for hard enduro. So 
I'm the type of person that once I get used to something, I, I kind of like it. Like, I just want to, like, get as good as I can on one on one bike. And I love that 250. It's It's been the best um, the best fitting bike for me. So, awesome. uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to make any changes. <laughs> I love it. Well, keep the momentum going, right, and get ready for round four and keep it up. Thank you. I appreciate Have it. Have a good one. <laughs> Thanks. You too. Cooper Abbott, 332 on the night for third. What we were just talking about, dude, especially there at the end, it looked like you were trying to catch Tristan, really trying to put something there. I mean, how do you think the night went? Yeah, I mean, I uh, wasn't the most stoked in my first two motos. Um, second one started dead last and stuck on pretty much the first log and uh, made it hard on myself, but managed to go 3-3, and then that last one, man, uh, I had a decent jump, but kind of got squeezed, and, uh, man, I got into third behind uh, Colton and Tristan. I mean, they had maybe two seconds on me, and I, I was able to kind of close up because I think they were battling each other, and, man, I uh, I stayed on their wheel for, for a long time, and, Honestly, uh, I clipped back a Colton up one of the logs one time, and it was a close call, but uh, somehow managed to save that. And then, uh, man, I, I got around Colton, I think around lap four or five, and, and I was pretty happy that I don't think I've ever passed him straight up in a moto. So uh, that was pretty cool. And then I was able to close maybe a second, second half gap to Tristan, get re- really close to Tristan there. And, uh, man, I, I was just close, and I was I was – really feeling good and i was like all right like let's save it for the last lap and, and just stay right here with them maybe if you can capitalize earlier but uh man i really had it planned out and kind of an idea of where and uh just made a little mistake in the wood pit he was riding really well i mean it was going to be so hard to get around him so uh but we were going to try and uh but just came up a little short but honestly the second that final mo- moto i'm i'm super stoked on yeah, it looked like the track, the, the quad that you guys had, and then jumping over the entire tabletop from that log. Then we had the longer fire pit, the matrix downhill. Like, all of those seemed very technical, and, and but also really good breakers, right? Like, what were your thoughts on the track? Yeah, for sure. Um, to be honest, this is my favorite track of the year, and, and even the past couple of years, I thought they did a really, really good job designing this. Um, yeah, I thought it was just a really good complete track. It was a little more technical, which... Uh, that hasn't been my forte as of the past, but, uh, man, I've really worked on that and trying to get better at the technical stuff, and I uh, feel like that showed tonight. So we'll uh, go into the hometown race in two weeks, I think it is, or something like that, and, uh, yeah, we'll try our best. Take it, man. Well, thanks for the time, and great yeah. job. Thank you. Colton Haker, dude, how you doing? Talk to us about the evening. Well, um, just kind of just kind of got a couple seconds, and then the last one just had a battle with the guys, and didn't go my way so ended up uh second on the overall for the night but yeah just um man i felt like i was riding pretty well but uh things just weren't really clicking or going my way or there's just little mistakes along the way and yeah just wasn't 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 feeling it right. and, and just okay. yeah things just kind of fell the way they fell and i did the best i could and right. we ended up second so not not too bad but yeah i mean when you're used to being up front and being the guy, it, it's it's hard sometimes, you know, taking a step back. So, right. <laughs> well, um, did it, it, we've seen, heard the riders talk about the tracks getting a little bit more technical um, as we've gone from Tulsa to Amarillo now here to Reno. Like, any yeah. thoughts on that? Do you agree? Disagree? Like, what were your thoughts on the track for this evening? That kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, the track was more technical, but it wasn't anything uh, overall harder than what we've already experienced this year right it was just that the they kind of had a couple elements throughout the entire track then there's a couple sections right and you just need to make sure you got through those sections really well or clean and uh yeah i just kind of kept having little errors and things just like not really yeah 
gelling and going. So yeah, is what it is. So we'll just you know put it together and try to come back in the next one and be ourselves. Right. One of the things that I loved seeing on the track were those uh, black, those huge black PVC pipes, and I was like, man, unfortunately those are going to take people out. <laughs> and unfortunately, you got taken out by one of those. Is that something that even though it took you out, that you think should continue on the you know the tracks, or is that something like every now and again, why not? Yeah. No. I mean, I don't. I don't have a complaints about um i never complain about the situations or blame any particular thing it's you know it's on me to navigate right so you know i uh i didn't navigate the track as good as some of the other guys tonight and that's just the way that went so i think it's a good way to look at it nothing else you can do other than just accept it move on and try to be better awesome well you get a little bit of a break and then we come to arizona anything special going on or just gonna you know just be there and ready to race yeah same old same old get there and yeah we'll just uh do our best and see how that one turns out love it man well (laughs) great job tonight i thought it was awesome and i really appreciate the cool thanks man you got it dude we interviewed after tulsa when colton went 111 and i said how are you feeling right now and you're like i'm pissed and well you just went 111 so how are you feeling yeah, I mean, after the, <laughs> I'm pretty happy. After those first two, oh, I was so upset. But, yeah, I don't know. I, was, I literally thought I was going to be out of a job because I don't take losing very well. Like, it seems like the end of the world when I lose. So, But you can't win every race. So you got to be able to take the positives away from bad finishes and, and then celebrate on the good night. So really not nothing really changed it just it was all in my head i think and nice just it's a little frustrating because i didn't know what the problem was but finally rode to my capabilities so that's awesome so yeah we were just joking with uh you know drt guys and everything is a little bit of coffee a little bit of getting punched in the eye like there's so many things right so now you're gonna have a hockey kind of uh you know thing where you got to wear the same socks or the same underwear or whatever but Thoughts on the track from tonight, right? It seems like they've been evolving, getting a little bit more technical, a little bit of enduro cross of old. Are you on board with that kind of thought or no? Yeah, I mean, I think the tough tracks are sweet. I mean, it creates carnage. The fast tracks, usually you just get in a pace and everyone rides, but didn't really happen tonight, all the crashes. But, I mean, Colton crashed four times, so we'll see. I like the tough tracks. I think it makes for better racing didn't necessarily tonight but if cody would have been here tonight i think he would have been a force to be reckoned with so he'll be back in denver and if they make a hard track there i think yeah just missing cody's hurting the series a little bit because he brings his own little spice of crazy shit he can do so be good to have him back cool well any any changes to the bike like you said you think it was all just in your head but i mean was there anything that felt different about going into this evening or did you just hit that first race and you just fucking gave her uh, we actually changed a lot this week, more than I've ever changed with KTM ever. We changed like nine things. We changed tires, mooses. We, we have a whole new shock now, but it's kind of more or less the same. But it was that stuff may have helped like 1%, but the other 99% was all in my head. And the mind is the most powerful thing. So you have to be able to conquer your mind. But sometimes it's hard. So yes. And also for me... Because you can't force that stuff. Nah, you... And you also don't want to get hurt either because that puts you right out. So you got to be safe out there at the same time. So it's it's a love-hate with Endurocross. You got to push hard, but you got to be safe at the same time. So, yeah. Love it. You get a little bit of a break, and then we're going to round four. Are you ready for it? Oh, yeah. I'll be ready to go. Love it, dude. Well, love that shirt, too, by the way. Congratulations, and have a little bit of fun with this one, okay? Oh, yeah. Thank you.
Thanks again for tuning in, guys. If you enjoyed this, please share it with a riding buddy. Leave a review, maybe rate the podcast. And remember, there are multiple ways with the links in the description that you can support the show. I hope you guys enjoy getting seat time. If we don't get a chance to see you on the trail, we'll see you on the internet. Look for a new video on the Seat Time YouTube channel soon. Peace.